Bible said, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which was in the Sea of Tiberias. And he said, a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles. They saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And the Bible said, and Jesus went up to the mountain, and there he sat with the disciples. And it was a Passover, and it was the feast of the Jews was nigh. And the Bible said, when Jesus lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company coming to him. I, I got great news for you. Anytime Jesus was in the mix, there was always a great company. Anytime Jesus was moving, there was always a crowd. Anytime Jesus was doing anything, everybody wanted to come and see what the master was doing. But it said, Jesus lifted up his eyes and he saw a great company coming to him and he said to Philip, he said, Wench, Shall we buy bread that these may eat? You know, some people only come to eat. Or we'd say some just come to be fed. Some come to see the signs and wonders and miracles. Some come because they're forced. And then some come because they want to just give honor and praise and glory to God. Yeah. He said, when shall we buy bread that these may eat? And the Bible said, and this he said to prove, for he himself knew what he would do. For he himself knew what he would do. If you'll let me preach just for a few moments, you've got what it takes for a miracle. You've got what it takes. They might have been coming for one thing, but they was about to receive something else. You might have come here today for one thing, but you're about to receive whatever it is that you need from the Lord, all right? You believe that? You've got what it takes for a miracle. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise before you sit down. One more time, look at your neighbor, say, preach with the guy for a few moments. You can sit down if you want. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of that word, but I do believe that I am in a place that believes in the miracle-working power of God. Can I tell somebody that those days of miracles, they are not over, but they've only just begun. I'm a believer that when you call upon the name of the Lord, that something's going to happen. I'm a believer that when I call out to the Lord, that something is going to begin to take place. i got to tell somebody in the building that every once in a while, you got to believe that God, can do anything in this house. It doesn't matter what the government says. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the lawyer, the banker says. When God gets ready to move, God's going to move. When God gets ready to bless somebody, God's going to bless somebody. When God gets ready to fill somebody, he's going to fill somebody. When God gets ready to feed somebody, he can feed somebody. Can I tell somebody my God is alive and well? What makes those miracles happen? I say it here all the time, but I'll say it again. It's not our ability, and it's not in some old uh, name it and claim it or blab it and grab it kind of place, but miracles, uh, they're only done by the awesome power of God. Can I tell somebody that no man can give you a miracle? No man can heal your body. No man can save your soul. But a man, I'm telling you, you can reach out to a God that says, I don't care what your last name is. I don't care what kind of problem. I don't care what kind of situation. I don't care what's going on in your life. I, I can abundantly satisfy. Can I tell somebody God is alive and well in this building here today? 
We got to believe that when we call upon the name of the Lord, that something's going to happen. We got to believe that when we call upon the name of the Lord, that anything can take place. We got to believe that when we call upon the name of the Lord, we've got to get rid of what we think and say, you know what, God, I know that your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your ways are better than my ways. And God, I know I can't figure it all out, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my trust in you. And I tell somebody, if you'll let go what's in your hand, God said, I can let go what's in my hand. Can I tell somebody that when God begins to move, there's not a devil in hell that can stop him. When God begins to work, there's not a devil in hell that can stop him. When God begins, I'm telling somebody, you need to get ready because you've got what it takes for a miracle. All you got to do is believe that God can and will do anything. God likes people that are looking for a potential miracle. God likes people that says, you know what? I'm going to put a little feet on my faith and believe, God, that you can do anything. God likes people that step out out of the comfort zone and say, Lord, I'm not going to leave here the same way that I came. Can I tell somebody, get it in your spirit that God is about to work out on our behalf. It is not humanistic thinking, but it is faith in an unfailing God. That God says, whatever you need, I can abundantly satisfy. The other day I was praying for a young girl, and uh, I'm just going to be honest and transparent. It's like she wasn't, I'm not mocking, but you'll understand that in a minute. And uh, it's like she wasn't really uh, listening to what uh, I was trying to say to her. And then someone come to me and said, Brother Smith, uh, the reason she's not, uh, understanding what you're saying is saying because she has a hearing problem and I'm thinking oh okay I said so he, she said no sir uh, she doesn't hear but I, let me talk to her and I know we got this section right here and that doesn't bother me at all because one day they are going to hear and in fact it might be today also, I said, whoa, did you just call that out? The God that I serve, I just called that out. I said, God can do it today. I'm not God, but I know a God that can do it. I don't know why it's like that, but I know God can do it. So all of a sudden, the girl began to talk to the young girl, and then I realized she really came here. And all of a sudden, we began to pray. She wasn't born deaf, uh, but she has went deaf through the years. And as we began to pray, all of a sudden, that girl began to look around, and she looked at the woman next to her, and she said, Hey, I'm telling you, I can hear right now. I'm telling somebody, you've got what it takes for a miracle. If you've got a problem, God can do it. If you've got a sickness, God can handle it. If you've got a situation, God can take care of it. There's not a sickness, there's not a disease, there's not a problem, there's not a situation that God can't fix with a miracle. I'm a believer that when we pray that the Lord can do anything. I'm a believer that when we pray that God absolutely can work out any situation. So I'll say it again. It's not humanistic thinking, but it is faith in an unfailing God. I'm telling you, God has all power. God has everything under control. No matter what we believe, I'm telling you, God can do anything. I've said it here before, but I'll say it again. There used to be an ignorant bumper sticker. And this bumper sticker used to say, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. You got to be over 50 to remember that bumper sticker. 
Anybody over 50 remember that bumper sticker? Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. They should have went bankrupt. If God said it, that settles it, whether you believe it or not. You can tell they didn't know God like we know God. If God said it, that settles it. I said, if God said it, that settles it. He said, you have not because you ask not. He said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He said, we're two or three are gathered together in my name, touching and agreeing. There, I'll be in the midst of them also. I'm telling you, you've got what it takes for a miracle. I'm a believer that he can do that. I'm a believer. So you say, you know what? Great multitudes followed him. Why? Because they saw the miracle working power of God. Can I tell you, harvest comes when things are happening. Harvest comes when things are moving. Harvest comes when people are being saved and people are being touched and people are being changed by the word of God. To be a success for God, First, he has to be a success in you. You got to believe that no matter what it looks like, God can do it. The other day in my family, we had a little situation. I didn't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be transparent. I didn't call, I called, I, I called, I called three people. I called the Arados, and I called two other people that I trust that I trust. I said, you got to pray because one thing's been said. But we're going to believe something different. Sister Rada texts some beautiful scriptures and I told my wife, I said, listen to me. I'm telling you. I don't, there's a lot of people I ain't, I ain't going to call. I said, but when you call the turn point folk, I said, well, you call Sister Arada and Brother I said, just hear me now. They going to pray. They're going to pray. Little situation going on. A couple days later, that situation literally left. Like, gone. Like, left. They said, we're still going to do a little testing. I said, that's fine. Go on and test. But I'm telling you now, ain't going to be nothing wrong. So they did a little testing. They come back and said, you were right. Nothing wrong. I said, I know. I said, because we prayed. I said, because God can do anything. I told the doctor. She said, I don't know why it went. I said, I'm going to tell you why it went. God. I said, my wife got prayed for on Sunday. I said, I had three friends praying. And I said, Bible says we're two or three are gathered together, touching and agreeing there. I said, that's why. That's the answer we're getting. Can I tell somebody he's alive and well? Can I tell somebody God's a prayer answering God? Can I tell somebody there's not one thing that God can't do? You've got what it takes for a miracle in this place. I'm a believer that when we pray, I'm a believer that when you call out to God, that anything can happen. I, I know what some people say, well, you know, uh, you know, David, you're just not in the same situation I'm in. You're, you're correct. Are you not going through the same thing that I'm going through? You're correct. Or why did that happen? You know what? I can't understand and I can't figure out life. But I know one thing. No matter what, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. 
No matter what, I've never seen a seed begging bread. No matter what, I understand when I call on God, God didn't make mistakes. I know that always ain't a great answer, but God don't make mistakes. God knows exactly what he's doing. I probably said it here before. My daddy had the Holy Ghost a thousand times, Brother Roger, before it ever stuck. And uh, my dad was a roustabout, brother. And uh, my dad came to church one Sunday. We weren't there. We were out preaching, and my dad just rolls into the church and just walks down the center aisle. Todd, he just never stopped. Walked straight down to the front, threw his hands in the air, and started talking in tongues. Got the Holy Ghost. My mama said, my God, 1,001. <laughs> my mama's best friend, Sherry, she said, my God, Yvonne, get a hammer and knock him in the head and kill him. It's the only way he'll ever go to heaven. She said, you're going to have to kill him talking in tongues. She said, because Monday's coming. <laughs> God don't make mistakes. He knows what he's doing. Some people, the Lord says, I better get them out of here while I can. <laughs> or we're going to have a vacancy in room 101. <laughs> you got me? The Lord knows exactly what he's doing. Put your trust in God. Put your trust in the things of God. Say, you know what, God? I, I can't figure it all out, Lord, but I trust you. I, I don't know how it's all working, God, but I, I'm going to trust you because I, I realize that if you'll trust God, and you'll put all your situations or you'll put what's going on in your life in his hands. Let me tell you something. He can fix something in an instant that we can work a lifetime on. He can fix something in an instant that we've been working a lifetime on. So you say, what's the ingredients for a miracle? I said it the other day. Some I don't remember where I was at. I said, everybody loves to see miracles, just nobody wants to get sick. Yeah, hey, Lord, try him. I'll be right here watching, Lord. Yeah. Go ahead and work that out. Let's see how that goes, <laughs> you know. I know what some of y'all's thinking right now. Some of y'all thought, yeah, I could think of somebody who could try something on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, how about my boss? Uh, anyway, <laughs> the ingredients for a miracle. You know what? All you need is a problem. Ingredients for a miracle? All you need is a problem. And tell God what that problem is. Ingredients for a miracle, you just got to have faith in God. And you say, hey, Lord, the problem that I've got, I need you to take it. And then all you got to do is have a promise that he's going to do it. He said, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may. Not that somebody else, but that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. You ever notice a lot of times when we got problems, we try to handle it ourselves first before we ever call on the Lord. We, we, try, to, we try to figure it all out ourselves first I told, I told somebody the other day on the phone, I said, let me tell you something. I said, i never seen nobody stumble over no molehill. 
I said, in the little bitty thing, I said, but brother, you let a mountain come, and I've seen them cut themselves and hurt themselves and fall down and try again. I said, what you need to do is when it starts, just throw your hands in the air right then and say, uh-oh, I can't handle that. Lord, I need you. Instead of trying to figure it all out and trying to figure it all and get it all together, why don't you just back up a little bit and take your hands off of it and say, all right, Lord, I'm asking you to begin to handle it.